Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you once again for joining me this week for another edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. And as always, I'm excited to be with you on this Tuesday morning, and I thank you for taking time to spend part of your morning with me. Today, my guest is Melinda Satterly. She is a financial planner and investment advisor. And if you've been following me for a while, I've actually had several people on here where we've spoken about money management, how money management is a key part of how we do ourselves. But I really think right now with the state of the world and with the uncertainty that's prevalent in the economy, I feel like the more we can dial in to a strategy as to how we look after our money, um, I think it only there's no downside to that at all, which is why I knew I wanted to talk to Melinda. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Allison. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. Please introduce yourself, if you would. I know you and I have been talked a little bit before we got online, but I would love for you to share a little bit with my audience about you, your background, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, So I'm Melinda Satterly, and I started Marathon Wealth Management in 2020, uh, right during the pandemic. Uh, But I knew I wanted to step into financial advising to come alongside women. Uh, I felt like there was a gap there uh, between advising women, advising women. There's, as we all know, there's a lot of men in this space. And just as I lived my last 23 years as a mom, raising my family, uh, coming alongside my women friends and trying to talk about money, it just was a taboo subject or uh-huh. they were, you know, very shy to talk about it. And so I thought as I was you know, looking down that proverbial empty nest tunnel, I yeah. thought, what am I going to do with my life now? You know, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm in my fifties. I still feel like I have some energy and some, uh, value to, to offer people. So, so that's that. why I decided to, yeah, start. Well, it's never too late to start anytime. It's never too late. I agree. Never too late. Now, obviously it's a subject that's important and near and dear to your heart. So mm-hmm. let's just start right out of the gate. Why do you think m- women talking about their money is a taboo subject? Well, I think it goes back to how you're raised. Uh, you know, don't talk about what you made or what's in your bank. So you're, you have that mindset growing up. And I think people are just a little shy or maybe they have just a obstacle in their head about, well, I don't know if I want to share my salary. Maybe they make more, you know, maybe it's an ego thing, but I think. You know, women, we have so much opportunity now and we are stepping in so many different roles. And I think that brings about more responsibility to talk about how we got to that role. What does that role pay us? Just so we can really understand, um, you know, for the, especially the younger generation, what they should be expecting uh, as they move toward in their careers. And no, I love and that. I, I think, yeah, I think you nailed it right with what you just said. I feel like with, you know, I mean, it's 2023, right? I feel like there's more opportunity now for women than there ever has been. But with that, those opportunities and different roles that we're asked to assume, you know, at whatever point in our life we do, it creates a need to talk about what the, what, you know, our financial picture looks like with that. And I think the more women 
that are comfortable to talk about that, I think the more women are going to feel like they can talk about it. And then more people, I think, are going to be helped. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're on the golf course. Men are on the golf course. They're talking about their latest stock they bought, you know, and how great they were. And, and just women just need to be able to have that same confidence. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So let me just ask you this too, because I always like to ask other financial people. Um, why do you, do you think that, well, let, let, let me ask this a better way. Why do you think women, um, do you think women are particularly afraid to be more empowered with their money? No, I don't think they're afraid. I, I mean, That's fear, right word, but I think, yeah, you I mean, fear, fear is a, fear is a big obstacle and a lot of part in many areas of our life. I, the words I'm hearing when I work with my clients is they're just overwhelmed or they're floundering. I mean, they're running their own businesses. They are capable, smart women, but when it comes to, so they can make money, they're really great at that. But when it comes to like, what do I do with it now to manage it for my future? I think they just, um, don't have the time, uh, the capacity. So then they reach out to me. So yeah, I think it's more just feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. So what are some of the things then that you hear from people that reach out to you, particularly business owners and entrepreneurs? Cause that's a lot of my audience. Um, people yeah. who reach out to you that are like, you know what? I've got this business. I'm starting to make a little money. You know, what's the best strategy for how I can ensure that I leave a legacy or that I have these certain initiatives that are very important to me? You know, what are some of the, the, you know, the, I don't want to call them, you know, fearful, fearful thoughts, but what are some of the anxiety? What's some of the anxiety that you feel and hear from people? Well, I think running out of money as you think about what you're, you know, you've made this money, you've made a legacy. Maybe you're in your fifties and sixties now. Now you're worried about running out of money because you want to pivot to something else or and you're in your thirties and forties and you just don't want to be doing what you're doing right now forever. So you want to know if you can pivot in 10 years, will yeah. you have enough money to do that? So options yeah. are important uh, and not running out of money. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's a, a big concern with a lot of people today is that they're afraid they will outlive their money. What are some of the most basic things that you advise your people to do first? Well, you've touched on it earlier. You know, it's really just to take a beat and think about, so I don't talk about investing or money really right away. We just talk about where are you right now mentally? Uh, what are your goals for the next one, five, 10 years or, or dreams or, you know, what's your ideal life look like? You know, a big question I like to ask is what does money mean to you? You know, what is important about money to you? And that really gets to their values. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's security. Maybe it's to be able to give. Maybe it's to travel, send your kids to call, you know, all those things, uh, come into play. So just really kind of talking about why are you working so hard? And what do you want to do? What do you want this money? And I'm I'm sure you hear when people do reach out to you and you have these conversations with people, you hear a lot about, you know, what hasn't worked, right? Or Mm -hmm. that, you know, or that they're, you know, it's almost like, you know, if I, if I talk about it over here, it's just not realistic. So why even bother? Yeah, exactly. Meaning like, if I think I want that, but I can't get it, is that what you mean? Or, or unrealistic? I'll I'll just, I'll just use myself as an example. I mean, I, I was brought up, my, 
my parents were both self-made. My my dad was raised by a single mom and put himself through college and through medical school. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of what I heard growing up was nothing is free in the world, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing free except air. That was one, one thing I always <laughs> heard a lot. And money doesn't grow on trees, right? right. And I, right. a lot of people listening, I'm sure, can relate to that. Um, but, you know, and that's all well and good. I think it's important to be grounded and know that you can't just go out back and shake the tree and get whatever you want, right? But I also mm-hmm. think that it can breed a sense of fear as an adult that, well, if I spend too much over here, or if I decide to invest in this, or if I decide to plan to have that second home, that that's not really being responsible because I don't have the money right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I have um, some clients uh, who really are good savers, and you just have to remind them why are you on this earth? You know, um, you can enjoy, there's a balance there. Kind of probably what you tell your clients with their health, you know, you can go crazy and just rerunning marathons every month, but they're, you're going to just kill your body. You know, if you're just saving all the time or not enjoying the fruits of your labor, then, um, there's just not balance there. So that's important to, to really find out, you know, why are you saving so much? Is it fear? Are you worried about you know, yeah. or you don't deserve a lot it. of that is just, you know, is, is a belief system that is uh-huh. you know, very that mental you kind of adopt, you know, as a child, or maybe it was kind of your whole family mantra, you know, and then, yeah, you yeah. know, I think one of the things that you probably do with your people, with your clients is, is that you help them kind of change that. Yeah. You kind of unravel their thoughts from childhood and why and it doesn't happen right away because that takes trust, right? I mean, we start out in a very quantitative relationship, most of my clients. And then as we talk about, you know, the obstacle they're facing right now, then, you know, and you earn their trust, then we kind of, it's our relationship grows. And then you talk about, well, why do you think you manage your money that way? Or why do you have that sort of belief? So you definitely get there eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I feel like I need to ask this question because I feel like it is a common theme. Um, do you, when you talk to people about money management, do you encounter like a lot of bad spending practices? And, you know, I mean, obviously I, I believe and what I see a lot with people who have money trouble is, is that there's a lot of personal drama too. And that, you know, I'm wondering kind of what your philosophy is on that. Yeah, it's interesting because spending is the one thing about money that we can control. Yeah. It really is. Um, you know, you can't really control the markets if you put your money in a stock or a mutual fund. Um, you can't really control your career if you're working for someone else because you could get fired or laid off. So, I mean, your spend is definitely the thing you can control. And then when you kind of put it in that light, it's like, oh, you know, it's not controlling me. I can control it. So it's really just, it is definitely the tail that can wag the dog and you just need to remind them you're the dog, you know, you are in charge. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely a big topic when it comes to, will I run out of money? Well, it depends on what you're spending. You know, can I save for that house? Well, it depends on what you're spending. So it is a big piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's go, let's take it one step further. How do you advise your clients and what is your general feeling on how, you know, money management, being in control of your money is a key part of self-care? Yeah, I think um, we talk about our physical or spiritual or mental health. Well, financial has to be a piece of that too, right? 
And so we, I think we're good at probably doing the other three or at least knowing that we should go for a walk or eat correctly, you know, meditate or pray. But when it comes to money, I think we're just, a lot of us are uneducated or in the dark or overwhelmed. So I think it's important to have someone you trust to actually come alongside you and talk about what you can do with your money. Because I don't think we just come out of our families or even out of the womb knowing what to do with the money uh, that you're making. So uh, I definitely like to just give building blocks like, okay, are you putting your money in your employer-sponsored retirement plan? Or if you're self-employed, do you have a retirement plan? There's so many great options for business owners. And then go into a Roth and then have an emergency fund. So you then you just build these building blocks and one bit at a time. So it's not overwhelming. So let's let's talk about then just what you think are some simple, easy, to use your word, building blocks. Like what are some of the things that you advise people to do other than just contribute to a company retirement plan or something along those lines? Yeah, uh, good question. I think there's four areas of your financial life that you need to take a look at. There's tax planning. Uh, are you being as efficient with every dollar as you can be? Are you putting it away in tax efficient mm-hmm. vehicles like your employer sponsored plan or a Roth IRA? Um, then there's risk management. You got to think about, okay, if I was to be disabled tomorrow, do I have insurance for that? Does my company offer insurance for that? Or if I have a family that is depending on me, do I have enough life insurance to help them if I pass away? Uh, so risk management is another piece of your financial life. Uh, estate planning, you'd be surprised how many people don't have a will in place. Um, and that's just the first building block of that. And then you can talk about trusts and uh, how you want to pass your money to the next generation. And then um, the fourth piece is the investment piece. So once you have the first three or, you know, talk about tax planning, risk management, estate planning. Then you talk about what kind of portfolio should you build? Where should you be putting, where should you be investing your money? Uh And that all depends on, you know, what you want that money to be used for. Is it for a home, a car, retirement? Yeah, because, you know, money needs, money needs a purpose. Yes, exactly. You know, I think just having, you know, you know, having the money that you make come in and you stick it in a bank account, whether it's a Mm. checking savings account or money market or whatever. But it just, I think money works better for you when it has a purpose. Exactly. And many women, uh, or because I work with women, I can say this, I, it could be men too. Uh, they are good at putting their money in the bank, but yeah. they, but that, and that makes them feel secure, but you're right. Like you can actually earn more interest if you put it in a money market fund, or yeah. if you've got 10 years, let's put it over here in this, uh, Mutual funds. So yeah. also like how, you know, you want to direct it towards something. So for example, if you're paying down a loan, whether it's a car Mm -hmm. note, business note, or your house or something else, you know, you want to, you know, direct, you know, what you want to give. It's like, it's like Dave Ramsey always says, every dollar has a job, right? And you want to make sure that the money you have coming in is designated to go to a certain something, right? And savings is a certain something too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But, and then why, what is that for? Are you saving for an emergency? Are you saving for a home? So yeah. And then there's different places to put your money for yeah. the purposes. So yeah, it's very, it can be very 
clear uh, once you figure out your own desire yeah. for the money. Yeah. So do you do you think, in your opinion, as a financial advisor, is money an emotional issue for people? Yes, I think so. Yes, I do too. I mean, I yeah, I I made so many mistakes uh, as I, in my twenties with money, and I, but I was just emotionally charged, and you know, making the money but not being intentional with it, and just really not. Uh, yeah, I was just spending because I felt good when I bought something or I yeah. I wanted to look a certain way. So yeah, it's definitely emotionally driven. And and for some people, the emotion is security. I just want to feel yeah. secure. So I'm just going to hoard my money. So, yeah. Or they want to do it like you, to your point that, you know, if I have this thing over here, then I'll feel mm-hmm. better. Oh yeah, for sure. The designer purse, the new shoes. Yes. Then, then yeah. I'll feel together, which obviously is going at it backwards, but that's how yeah. a lot of- we're built that way. I mean, we, we just, right. yeah, we want to feel good. <laughs> so right. we'll, we'll okay. do whatever it takes sometimes. People out there are listening and I just like how simple you're making all this, but what do you say to the person out there who wants to, you know, start implementing a practice today? Obviously thinking about, you know, tax planning. I mean, it's just, it can, to your point, it can be very overwhelming. What's Give me your best easy advice for how someone can get started today. Uh, in managing their money? Yeah. Or just like, yeah. you know, how can they make it an empowered part of their self-care? I think you need to, it is take, it'll take some sitting down and just looking at where you are now, looking at your statements that are coming in. A lot of people don't even look at their investment statements every month and look at your checking account, just kind of what a lot of people call it the net worth statement. What do you have in assets? You know, what cash do you have? What investments do you have? What, you know, homes do you have? And then what is your debt? And so just taking a look at those two columns to see where you are now will give you an idea of what you need to do going forward. So it's, it's, yeah, it's just really, you can't really operate always going forward. You need to sit and look at what you have now. I also think that's all well and good, but I also think that you have to, you know, I think you're showing yourself an incredible amount of, you know, love and patience Mm -hmm. when you take the time to do that with yourself. It's not a reflection of you as a person, you know, regardless of if you've made decisions that you wish you hadn't made, you know, the past is the past, but right. Taking the time to be honest with where you are is very empowering. Very empowering. And just like when you have a illness or maybe you just want to feel better, you'll go to the doctor or a naturopath and you'll get a prescription. You know, you may need to reach out to someone and get a prescription, you know, get a plan. And that's where I really like to start. No one should be telling you where to put your money unless you have a plan. Yeah. No, and I love that. I just, it's kind of like what my coach always tells me. You can't read the label inside the bottle. You know, this is why coaches have coaches, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Very true though. So where can people connect with you, Melinda? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, my website is marathonwealth and then mgt.com. M is in marygt.com. And uh, you can, I have a blog, you can learn about how I think by reading my blog. I have a connections all over my website. 
Uh-huh. And I'm on Instagram at Marathon Wealth Management. And you're also on Facebook too. I am on Facebook under Melinda Satterley. Okay. You may find me on Marathon. Personal yeah. page. Exactly. So let me just make sure I got that website correct. So it's MarathonWealthMGT.com? Correct. Okay. All right. Awesome. Any parting words before we wrap up? You know, I just think it's important to just take that baby step and reach out to someone. I mean, it's a, it, I love helping my clients. They have, I have one that thought there's no way she's going to be able to retire. And after working with me, but it could be anybody, she just like cried. She was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be okay. I just have to do this and this and this. So. There is a solution to your feeling overwhelmed right now or um, just being fearful. Just just step out. Look well, for that trusted advisor. When yeah. that happens, people are just reflecting your purpose back to you, which is always empowering. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It made me feel amazing, of course, yeah. that I was able to help this woman. So, yeah, I would love to help anybody. Well, it just that goes to like show to you that, you know, we, we really do need people to guide us and we do yeah. so much we have support. Yeah. And just a real quick plug, I do offer a 30 minute complimentary session where we talk about, Hey, what are your obstacles? What are you looking to do? And then here's what I would recommend. And um, from there they can go on their own or, or work with me. So yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Cause I think, I think sometimes people just need a little push to get started. You know, it's like we can be really afraid of the process, but when, you know, once we get started, it's really not that bad, right? Well, and there's been so many bad, when I ask if they've worked with an advisor before, the experience is like 80% of them are bad. So I I can see why you don't want to reach out. Uh, So being uh, sure that you're working with someone that's a fiduciary and someone that's independent, you know, looking for those characteristics in an advisor is really important. Totally. Absolutely. All right. Well, I appreciate you making time to talk with me today. This has been great. Just love love how simple you make it. These are just simple little bite-sized golden nuggets, which is what the show is all about. So thank you for making thank time. Thank you, Allison. It was a pleasure. Have a great rest of your week. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. So folks out there listening, if this conversation has been really helpful for you, um, please feel like you can reach out to Melinda, um, particularly if you're a woman and you're needing to feel like you need to connect with another female investment um, expert, um, please feel free to do that. You can find her website, MarathonWealthMGT.com in the show notes, as well as her Instagram handle and her Facebook uh, profile too, if you're on social media. Um, This is definitely one of those areas that you don't want to be just going at it by yourself. I think we know what we know, but we often don't know what we don't know, if that makes sense. And I think you know, you can try to Google and figure it out on your own, or you can have an expert to have your back. And this is one of those instances where it definitely pays to have an expert. So don't even think about doing this alone. Um, take advantage of the free 30-minute session um, and, and any of the other resources that Melinda can help you with. And if this episode has been helpful for you and you'd like to share it with a friend or colleague, just copy the link and share it with them as a free gift from me. You're welcome to connect with me on my site, www.theallisonk.com. And we will be glad to do it for you if you will just uh, direct us to where you would like it to go. I'll be happy to do it for you or someone on my team can take care of it. Um, this is exactly why we do this show and why we've been on the air four years now. Um, and it's because of people like you that we're still here. Um, this is why we're ranked high in the top 100 consistently on a regular basis. It's because we're heard 
all over the world. And we've got people like you who listen and follow us, subscribe, download, and share. It all counts. And I wouldn't still be here doing this without you. So just know I'm incredibly grateful for all of your support. And I'm also grateful for the fact that you continue to show up and spend time with me. Um, please, if there's anything that I can help you with, connect with me on my site, www.thealisonk.com. Uh, you can, you're welcome to drop me a note. Personally, I do respond to all of my emails myself. I have not farmed that task out to anybody and I don't plan to. I like to connect with people individually. So if that's you, please feel free to do that. Um, you can also find me on any of my social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram. I am the Allison K. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on LinkedIn as well. Um, and if you're looking for a home on social media, come over and join my Facebook community, Innovation Avenue Fitness and Self-Care Revolution, because we like to talk about all the different ways that we like to take care of ourselves. So if that's you and you're looking for a new home, please come and join us. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 